turn on your listening ears, it's time for the Oklahoma Today podcast. We're putting the finishing touches on another great issue for y'all. Head to subscribe.oklahomatoday.com to make sure you get it first. And we're fired up about talking to Seth Lewis about one of our favorite annual events, the Oklahoma City Festival of the Arts. But before we talk to Seth, it's time for our question of the week. We asked you, what is your go-to arts fest food? First up, Editor-in-Chief Nathan Gunner. Um, I, I don't think they're going to be there this year, but I feel like um, the thing for me in the, in the past has been Ceci Vaughn. Yeah. The the Cajun seafood place out of Del City. They're they're just amazing. They are. They're, they are sadly not going to be there, although I did see that there are uh, going to be some Cajun options this year. I'm so sorry for readers if I just blew your ears out. There's something weird going on with our soundboard today, and I haven't quite figured it out yet, so sorry about that. Um, but yeah, Stacey Bond is awesome. So they, you said they are going to be there? They're not. Oh. Yeah. Okay. There are some other Cajun options. You know, I and for ArtsFest food, I, I wanted to I, – maybe I didn't make this clear enough to our – readers online but there's lots of art fests like across the state so oh, yeah you know you know uh, fair food in general is probably uh the order of the day uh managing editor carly yabara i picked something that is both at this arts festival and at all of the arts festivals you ever go to and you can smell it as soon as you walk through the door it is roasted nuts i love roasted nuts i cannot walk by one of those booths without stopping and getting at least cashews and pecans oh yeah cinnamon covered pecans is hard to Oh, so amazing. I should make a pie with them one time. I think that would be great. A cinnamon pecan pie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, photo or Megan Rossman? Um, Noted food eater. <laughs> yes, I really usually go to the places that seem to have more reasonable lines. Um, that's kind of my go-to. But I love corn dogs. I love corn dogs. And I really wanted to eat some food that was in a pineapple at last year's arts festival, as Ben and yes. Greg will recall, but we accidentally went to the wrong vendor. And nearly got heat stroke. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of, research editor Ben Lucian. The Arts Fest is back in the spring now, so we, we hopefully won't get heat stroke this time. Yeah, no one's ever hot in Oklahoma in the spring. <laughs> um, so the whole, my whole strategy going into the Arts Fest is not to know right away what I'm going to get. I want someone to speak to me in the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I went several times last year, and uh, I, I had a lot of fun because I went to the, to the stand and I got... Uh, an elote uh, on the cob in one in one hand and chicken on the stick in the other hand <laughs> and I just felt like I had a complete meal that I was just walking around with uh, really easy like so it was fun <laughs> really easy like <laughs> basically like wa- walking around with casserole on two <laughs> sticks yeah <laughs> That's, uh, what's yours Greg uh, I think generally like you can you, if ever you're in doubt I feel like a gyro is almost always one. A yeah. solid choice yeah. because there's only so much you can do to improve or disgrace that's a euro. True. That's Although true. I've yeah. definitely I seen think that's some why, vendors who have done it. I think that's why Arby's started doing them, right? Because yeah. even Arby's, <laughs> even Arby's. Can't uh, that well, they they have the meats, and I think they you just know. decided to add one more. Um, Euros at Arby's for when you're like, I want Greek food, but I don't want to like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want.
want Greek food, but Greek is in like quotation marks. Right. Exactly. Uh, I, I will say this year, the one I'm really excited about is I, I got to try them not too long ago here at Kerr Park, right across mm-hmm. the street. Was Big Biang Theory? They, uh, the, oh they yeah, those, that was uh, really good. Rolls. That was yeah. a really good egg roll. Um, what I do here is that we won't have a repeat of the No Strawberry Newport Strawberries Newport fight uh, riot yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. civil unrest that we've had in the past. So that's yeah. good to know. What did our how many of our readers said that they were looking forward to Strawberries Newport? Was Only it everybody? Two. Oh really? Only, okay. <laughs> okay. Only two this time. Just two. Uh, D Morris uh, said Indian tacos, which uh, I yeah. checked. Yeah. They, they are going to be there and uh, truly a delight. I mean, mm-hmm. um, a good Indian taco is a is a glory before our creator. Uh, <laughs> Sheila McGee also said Indian tacos and funnel cakes, which are cake. yum. Like you know, I, here's my thing about I love a funnel cake. However, I have never successfully eaten one without accidentally breathing in at the wrong point uh-huh. and then mm-hmm. coughing out an entire cloud of <laughs> powdered time. sugar at I mean, somebody. You know, that's just part of the deal. Uh, both Shelly Landiscoval and Leslie uh, Phillips said strawberries Newport, okay. and then uh, Val Manriquez uh, said the giant corn dog. Uh, which that's a good one. Which is truly, I mean, everything that's good about a corn dog is made better by making it giant. Mm-hmm. I, agree. I agree. You know, I agree. If you like a except corn dog, for, you want more of the. Corn except dog. for the high calorie count. I sodium. always feel well, like corn dogs are corn not dog, big enough. You're not in it for the look. So. That's true. <laughs> I like I like a foot long corn dog that you can use, especially at an arts festival, because you know you're not supposed to be touching things at an arts festival, but it's great to point. Uh, here's uh, here's a challenge I would like to lay down for our tourism industry. Uh, I feel like in Oklahoma. We have a lot of like I remember I grew up going to the pecan festival in Okmulgee and they would make the world's largest pecan pie mm-hmm. every year. Why why hasn't anyone made a corn dog the size of a school bus? And why hasn't it been in Oklahoma? That would be disgusting. Well, all these giant things. Well, are. I'm just thinking, can you imagine making a hot dog that big? Like you'd be like <laughs> it would be like Willy Wonka. I feel like, like you'd it be like wading <laughs> through sludge, putting Maybe it, it would together. be like a hot dog made of hot dogs. And how would you fry that's, it? Yes, that's what I yeah. I think I think it's going to be individual hot dogs that are somehow bundled together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. really selling there. I mean, here's the thing. You don't, you don't do this because you're going to make it great. You do it because I you're going to make it how big. about we make a corn dog that's, like, Three not feet. that big? You, you know, yeah, like something The size of a small child. Yeah, like okay. something. Okay, I'm just saying. Something I, that you can still carry. I just like, feel the El like, Nino corn dog. I just feel like if there is a world record to be set in terms of largest corn dog. Why not here? Why not, why not here? Now? Why not now? <laughs> if not us, who? If not now, when? Uh, that will, is all I'm saying. I will give it up to our good friends in El Reno for making the world's largest uh, onion burger a numerous number okay. of times. Okay. You know. Well, El Reno, mm-hmm. what have you done for me lately? Where's my corn dog? <laughs> where's, where's the world's largest slaw dog? There you go. There, See, that should yeah, be made in El Reno. All right. All right. Uh, let's, uh, speaking of the Arts Fest, let's talk to our buddy Seth Lewis. We are here with Seth Lewis, Festival Director of Arts Festival Oklahoma City. Seth, welcome to the podcast. Hey, welcome. Thank you. We are so excited about this event. We have missed it. I know all of Oklahoma City is chomping at the bit for Arts Festival to come back. So tell us what we can ex- a little bit about what we can expect this year. Oh, it's going to be so good to be back in the spring and not in June. Yeah. You know, we, we missed it. We missed it in 2020. We came back strong in 2021, but, yep. you know, it's a little bit different. We eliminated some things, but we are back in full force and it's just, you know, days away from the opening of the festival. 
I'm so excited to hear that. This festival actually goes back to 1967. Is that correct? Correct. Wow. Yeah. So it actually originally was on the festival grounds where it is now in Bicentennial Park. Oh, cool. It was started by a group of women who um, wanted to have a festival and with and celebrate the arts and the community in Oklahoma City. So it's kind of fun how it's returned back to the Bicentennial Park where originally it started. Um, our, our website has a lot of all the old pictures of how it used to be. And it's really, oh, wow. really cool. That's definitely worth logging on to take a look at. That's really cool. Um, what did you in that year that we were uh, the year that it, the festival was offline? What did you hear from people? Did you did you hear a lot of uh, a lot of comments about how much people missed it? Because I know I did and I don't work for it. Yeah, it's, it's a staple, you know, it's a staple in our community. So people did really miss it. And, you know, I think just live events and as a whole, you know, people just miss the interaction. Yeah. And um, so we were definitely noticed it ourselves, you know, because it's it's a fundraiser for Arts Council Oklahoma City, yeah. you know. This is how a major supporter of our programming throughout the year that puts arts in the hands of the community, um, or in the schools or libraries or parks. So, you know, it, for us, it, we missed it financially and we missed seeing the community come out in strong um, groups. So I think this year, after, you know, having I mean, last year, Oklahoma City proved how much they missed it. And this yeah. year being full back at scale and then some, yeah. we've expanded our, our, our site plan. Um, I think we're gonna have another great year. Tell me about that, uh, about expanding the planet. What, what's new this year? What can people expect to see that maybe they haven't seen before? I think what you're gonna notice is we've relocated some stages. Okay. So there's a, there's a main stage in the middle of the, of the park now to where originally culinary used to be there and we have those great culinary demonstrations. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, everyone knows the hospitality industry has been hit so hard that we're not really ready to bring that back yet. Mm. We put a giant 20 by 30 stage there and have live music programmed throughout the day. Um, and then we moved our other stage to the other side of the east side of City Hall. Um, and that's going to be a lot of children's programming, more like schools, oh. dance groups. Um, of course, everything's family friendly, but this is going to be like super family centric. Yeah. Shows. So is that um, east, of, east of City Hall? Is that kind of in that loop with the arts, the Museum of Art? Right, right by the fountain. Okay, yeah, yeah that's. So it literally great. goes right in front of the fountain, and we moved face painting over there. Face painting is back, so <laughs> you can see all the unicorns and butterflies and monsters running around. That's exciting. Um, Creation Station, which is for for all ages, will be on the east side of City Hall. It's going to be a um, a joint a collaborative art project that's the Indian paintbrush flower already painted onto a mural and then people will come and actually create their own flower and make it onto the paintbrush. Indian oh, paintbrush. That sounds great. I have my Indian paintbrush tattoo right here. Oh yeah. So, so now, um, the artist, um, her name is on our, our volunteers, uh, Erica OG. Oh, cool. Um, she helped do that. And, um, so that's me there. And then, um, young and art Mart is back this year, oh, which great. is where artists that participate in festival um, put their artwork in a tent for youth, for kids. And it's priced anywhere from 50 cents to $5. <laughs> and it's a, it's a tent where kids are allowed to go in without their parental supervision of telling them what to buy. You oh, know, wow. like saying like, man, it's not right for your room. Like, no, go in and buy what you want. Art speaks to you. So we're really excited to have that back for kids this year as well. I love that. I'm totally bringing my niece and nephew and giving them each five bucks. See yeah. what they come out with. That's exciting. That. Oh, that's, that's almost more fun. Honestly, like I'm more curious to find out what they would find on their own than right. anything I would direct them to. 
I think yeah, maybe beyond the normal gender norms of, of what people think, what the kid might even like. Like, they're going to see that. And of course, Pottery Place is back, you know, oh, paint your own pottery and our partnership with Paseo Pottery there. That's a, that's a crowd favorite. Oh, so, so fun. So fun. I cannot wait. Um, and there's for people like me who are just so excited for this to be back in April and back in the spring, there's a couple uh, pre-festival events that people can take part in if they want to do that. And one of them is actually this week. So can you tell us a little bit about the Angels and Friends event? Angels and Friends, another celebration and fundraiser of Arts, Arts Council Oklahoma City. This um, event is going to happen Saturday night. It's from 7 to 10 o'clock. And we're celebrating the decades of Arts Festival. Um, we're, we're in our, our 56th year of festival this year. And we're going to go back and celebrate the last five decades of it. Um, we have an awesome yacht rock band. Um, they'll be performing live there for us. Food by 84 Hospitality's favorite. So your Empire, your Goro. Um, we'll all have good food there, Burger Punk. Um, and then what's really cool is you have the opportunity to win a $2,500 gift card to Festival of the Arts. What? For $10, you can buy a ticket, a raffle ticket, and we'll draw that live. You have to be present to win, but you can win $2,500 so you can buy art on site that week. Um, it's, another, it's, a fun, it's a fun way we decided to activate a chance for people to win. Yeah. And it's being cool, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. $2,500. So, yeah, exactly. That'll get you some cool art. You know, it gives you pottery, any medium yeah. you want. Get all 12 mediums and just go around <laughs> and buy everything. So right. it's a really cool opportunity like that way. And that ticket's just 65 bucks and it's all inclusive. And oh, you go to our cool. website, artscouncilkc.com. Click on that Angels and Friends button and uh, join there. This event is for 21 and up. Yeah. Um, so that is one thing that all of stuff is, is family-centric and friendly, but this event is for the adults. Okay. Okay. And what about Festa First? Oh, Festa First is so cool. So what you do is, you, uh, again, visit our website, artscouncilkc.com, and uh, hit Festa First. What you're going to do is you're going to pledge to buy $250 worth of art. It doesn't have to be one piece. It can be collectively. And you get to see the art first on Tuesday morning at 7 a.m. We open up just for Festa first. <laughs> and you get to have a mimosa brunch breakfast. Um, you get to um, experience one-on-one time with the artist a little bit more because it's a smaller crowd. But you, yeah. you, really, you are the first people to see the art and the opportunity to buy. And when you do buy, you have a certificate. And that gets put on the artist um, tent. So oh, to wow. probably say that you're a supporter of that art artist. Oh, that's um, cool. So that's a really cool thing that we are, we've done for years. And uh, we throw the price point down a little bit so everyone can participate on that. And, um, you know, it is it is April 19th, uh, yeah. that day, that was our opening day. And we worked really closely with um, the National Memorial to, um, we will honor our, uh, 902, 168 seconds. And they even created a great one-sheeter for us, for our artists to know the history and semblance of Oklahoma City and Oklahoma Standard. That's awesome because the artists come from all over. It's yeah, not we have, we have an artist from Israel. I mean, wow. yeah, we're, I mean, like it's truly an international show. We only have one international artist this year, but we had, we had almost four last year that wow. were part of our show. So it's great. That's cool. I love, I really, that's one thing I really love about it. I love Oklahoma art. I love, I always love seeing local people doing amazing things. And I have some great Oklahoma art in my house, but like, I love, I love that kind of the world and the country converge here for this a little bit, you know, and there's just art from all over the place. Yeah, it's, so it's really cool. Every part of our festival is juried in. Mm. So in fall, early summer, we put out a cast 
for people to submit their artwork. And then in the fall, we bring in two national jurors and one local juror, and they review over 500 applicants of artists that are vying for, this usually vie for 64 spots in the show. Um, and we know, we don't know the artist's name. All we know is what their medium is and their artist statement. And we see five slides of their work and a booth shot and we, and they're juried in that way. Wow. Yeah. So it's competitive. It's super it, competitive. It is. And people do, I mean, we're, we're, in, we're a nationally arranged festival um, among the arts, fine arts shows and um, people want to be at the show. It's a six day festival of um, great community support. That's awesome. I actually had a really good friend from college who ran a very similar festival out in Raleigh, North Carolina. And he was constantly telling me how good ours was <sighs> and that they were always, it's called arts closure. And they were always looking at, at our arts festival for ideas and inspiration. I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, it's, it's cool to travel around to other festivals and like, they always know us because we're at a six day festival. Most <laughs> festivals are about three days long, but Oklahoma yeah. loves art so much. We do it full six days. We do. We love, we love this. And it, like I said, it's one of, it's one of this community's favorite times of year. It, I know it's, it's like my favorite weekend of the year because it's, the Arts Festival, uh, Norman Music Fest, and the Marathon are all right around the same time. And it's such yeah. a great time of year, um, this time of year. The other, one of the other things we would be so remiss not to talk about, one of the other reasons people love this so much is because of the food. The so what food. can you tell me about what we got going on for the food this year? Yeah, you know, so last year we had to alternate over to food trucks. Mm -hmm. And you know, we had some of the, the best food trucks around town came and showed out for us this year. We are back to food booths this year. Yay! So we have the Gardner Tannenbaum International Food Row. They'll be on the north and south side of the Civic Center. And, we have, and we've got 22 food booths ready to satisfy all your culinary needs. Um, exciting. Tantalize me. Tell me some of the, tell me some ones that you're excited about. You know, so last year we had Big Bang Theory come in as a oh. food truck. And Big Bang will be there as a food booth this year for the first right. time. Um, of course... Everyone can relax. Strawberries Newport is back. I mean, would it be Arts Fest without Strawberries Newport? We had a, we had a lot of <laughs> uh, upset people last year that missed, that really missed it. Um, you're going to have your, your Euros are back. Oh, yeah. Uh, Indian tacos are, of course, you know, a tradition. Mm. Um, I think something else, Omegoji is new for us to be out there. Great. And um, I don't know. Taste of Soul egg rolls. If you haven't experienced oh, a Taste of Soul egg roll. We love Taste of Soul egg roll. We just had them in our Food Worth the Drive article this year. Uh, and yeah. they, they're, they're changed. And of course, for desserts, you got Snow S'more with the over-the-top snow cones. Oh, I love those. Uh, yeah. Dippin' Dots and those candy apples. Oh. oh, yay. Oh, I'm already hungry. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Um, so you mentioned earlier about volunteering, and I know that this is uh, something that uh, is a really fun. If someone is looking for like a community service uh, volunteering gig, this is a really fun one. So can you talk a little bit about what volunteer, the role volunteers play at the festival and how someone might join up if they want to help out? Yeah. Um, so our, our festival is ran by volunteers. You know, Arts Council of the City is a 12 person office <laughs> and our base committee for festival is 400 people. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Wow. And those 400 people then go out and recruit shift volunteers. So right now, what we're really, what we're really looking for is shift volunteers. And they work a three to four hour shift, maybe serving drinks. Maybe if they love data entry, we've got a spot for you. Um, you want to work with pottery, um, selling T-shirts. We've got a spot for everyone. And these go to our website. There's a little, there's a little survey, fill it out. And we'll get back to you in a couple of days and let you know where our holes are at and how you can be a part of it. It's great for organizations. It's great for individuals new to the city that want to 
meet new people that are art centric and community focused. Oh yeah. Um, so it's a really fun time. Yeah. It's a really good one. I remember, uh, lots of people used to, it when I was in high school for like honors, honor society and key yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It was always a good gig for that. Like, Oh, why didn't I think of that? I will um, sign off on any hours I need to people that need those volunteer hours for school or, uh, work. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, we are stoked, Seth. We cannot wait. Uh, and, uh, tell us the dates. April 19th through 24th. April 19th through 24th, folks. It is coming. It is less than a week away. We are so, so excited. Seth Lewis, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Absolutely. One quick quick thing for people. Um, The Embark Streetcar is free the entire festival week. Hey! Yeah. So, you know, downtown parking, don't let that scare you away because there's there's tons of outskirts area. You just hop on that Embark Streetcar. It's free. It drops you off right at the footstep of our festival. Mm-hmm. I take advantage of that. Enjoy the city. Make a vacation out of the week and, you know, Absolutely. celebrate the community arts. Absolutely. Let me give you an Oklahoma Today pro tip, listeners. 11th and Walker. There's a parking lot there that's rarely full and it's just steps away from the streetcar pickup. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> that used to be our office. <laughs> so it was always my cheat for Midtown. Um, that's exciting. I didn't know that the streetcar was going to be free. I, I love how the city, how invested the city is in this and how big a part of our community it is. You know, um, the arts are so important to a community. And I think, especially post COVID, we just feel that so hard. Yes, it really is to see the, the, the faces of people experiencing art and the community together again. It's, it's, yeah. it's joyous. It's, it's what I, I think one thing that we see like the seven o'clock band playing and people are dancing together in the, in the, in the grass, like you're just, you sit back and just enjoy them. Like, man, I what a great state we live in. You know, what yeah. a community we have. We really do. A great, a great state, a great city, and a great yeah. festival yep. not to be missed. We look forward to seeing you out there, Seth. All right. I'll see you there. Take care. Bye-bye. This can be really fun. It's, I think, I feel like of all the things that are coming back, this is one of the ones that I, I feel like people are really most excited about. The, the Arts Fest has, has always been like an Oklahoma City legacy event. Yeah. And, and I, it, I don't know about you guys. The first time I ever had Indian food was really? at the, was at the uh, Oklahoma City Festival yeah. of the Arts. Oh, wow. Yeah, back when Go Purim was one of the yeah, vendors there. That's awesome. Go, the yeah. first time I ever had too much wine in a park was at <laughs> Oklahoma City Festival of the Arts. Oh, I wish I could say yeah. that was true. Yeah. There's a lot of parks in I that. I said the first time, not the only time. <laughs> uh, <that's true. laughs> yeah. okay. All right. Well, now it is time for us to once again plumb the depths of TravelOK.com's calendars for our weekly pod events. And first up this week is Carly. Mm-hmm. Okay. (laughs) I'm just excited to read my event. Um, When I was a child, my grandparents were always trying to teach me about money without just giving it to me. So they'd find little jobs around the house for me to do. I'd get $5 every time I filled a bucket with weeds, or they'd pay me a dollar to sweep the porch, or I'd get a jar full of change for vacuuming, stuff like that. Thankfully, I grew up in the 1990s and not the 1890s when children and their parents would make a contest of gathering as many cow patties as they could. And for their efforts, they were paid in not dying during the frigid winter. (laughs) To honor these hard scrabble pioneers, the people of Beaver host the Cimarron Territorial Celebration and Cow Chip Throw contest each year. On April 9th through 16th, there will be daily events at the Beaver County Fairgrounds, including the Beaver Duster Cornhole Tournament on April 9th, the Cow Chip Chuck Wagon Feed on April 10th, a Bounce House and Obstacle Course on April 15th, and of course, the Pièce de Résistance, the 53rd Annual World Championship Cow Chip Throwing Contest on April 16th, (laughs) during which feces flingers can compete as individuals (laughs) or in teams of four. Visit beaverchamber.com for more info. 
I feel like I'd be good at that. I don't know why. I just feel like I should compete. I think, it, is it like throwing Ultimate it? frisbee. Like a frisbee? Yeah, is I think that, so. Is that about kind yeah. of? Except yeah. it's I mean, a clump of poop, isn't it? Yeah, it's dry. It's it, doesn't, it doesn't smell bad, it's though. No, That's it's dried out. Well, yeah, smell. but I mean, is, did they flatten it into discs? I, I no, I mean, they just kind of flatten. Time does that for you. Yeah, they just kind of flatten on their own. It dries out, and then it's light. Yeah, it does kind of resemble a frisbee. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Megan, do you? What's your event? Is there what anybody is event flinging there, anything fun? Well, um, it does relate to uh, work ethic <laughs> as well a little bit. In America, you don't just get handouts. You got to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and get to work. When I was a kid, nobody just gave me an Easter basket or candy. <laughs> I had to work for it. I had to find it in my yard. Or perhaps hidden behind the sofa with a plush rabbit or other seasonal animal. And if I didn't find it quickly, other people would take my candy and keep it for themselves. It was an early lesson in asset management. (laughs) (laughs) On April 14th, you can teach your own children a thing or two about life at the Ardmore Regional Park at the Twilight Easter Extravaganza. The stakes are higher than ever tonight. The hunt begins at sunset and participants grouped by age must use flashlights to locate eggs hidden in their midst. Some will win, some will lose. For more information, call 580-223-4844. Some are born to sing the blues. Uh, ben, what's your event this week? Right now, are you ready for the only hit collection that counts? Absolutely the best hit music of the past 500 years. The wait is over. Now that's what I call science and arts concert choir spring performance. <laughs> Post Malone, Justin Bieber, Walker Hayes, Maroon 5, Kanye West. None of these guys will be there. <laughs> the University of Science and Arts concert choir presents only the biggest boldest hits of the classical and modern theater genres. Songs like the Latin chant Ave Maria, sung in its original monophonic setting. Arrangements from mixed choral voices from the classical and romantic periods. Music from diverse cultures, including a traditional Bantu folk song from South Africa. Selections from the wildly popular productions Hamilton and Dear Evan Hansen. Now that's what I call concert choir. (laughs) This is a limited time offer. Very limited. I'm talking one day, people. 7.30 p.m. Tuesday, April 12th at the Alumni Chapel on USAO's Chickasha campus. Now that's what I call a concert choir spring performance. (laughs) But that's not all. Act now and get an absolutely free. Or don't act at all until performance time. The offer still stands regardless. This is a free show open to the public. The hits of documented music history for free. Now that's what I call affordable. Now that's what I call concert choir. Call now if you have a legitimate event question. 405-574-1298. I feel like I should listen to that one sitting in front of a fireplace. <laughs> this is a USAO. Oh, yeah. that is what I call a and great pod vent. For any listeners who are too young to remember what it was like to see music advertised in <laughs> randomized collections on, on television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're still out. making those, I think. Oh, yeah. now, now that's what oh, I call yeah. music. They're on like 57 oh, or something gosh. like that. That's what I, if you don't call that music, I don't know what you do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're past, they're past 57. I think it's in like the 80s. Really? Oh, There's a lot of them. Kids Bop sure. probably oh, still in the God. 60s. Speaking yeah. of Kids Bop, can I do mine? You can. Awesome. <laughs> hey kids, do you like Primus? Sorry. <laughs> 
Sorry to start an event about Primus with an Eminem reference. I guess my name is Mud. But if this American life has taught me anything, it's one, there's no such thing as too many puppies, and two, Primus is a really great live band, and you'll want to catch them on tour when they come blasting through Oklahoma City's Criterion on Friday, April 15th. That's right. Get those yearly taxes filed, then come see this veteran alt-metal band on its A Tribute to Kings tour, in which they cover the 1977 Rush album, A Farewell to Kings, in its entirety. And if you really want to do it up in style, maybe you're getting one of those sweet income tax refunds I've heard so much about, mm-hmm. you can opt for the Double Neck VIP experience, which includes a pre-show Q&A with the band, a pour of purple pachyderm pinot or clay pool cellar champagne, all kinds of awesome merch, and an on-site experience host. I don't even know what that is, but it sounds like like your personal like concert concierge. <laughs> that's actually pretty cool. But at a Primus show. like That's really fun. Anyway, so get ready to shake hands with beef and get your tickets at criterionokc.com. Now that's what I call an event writer. <laughs> wow. Yeah. As a as a as a old school fan of Primus, I got some of those references. Did you like did you I like did. me working the song titles in? I did. Thank you. <laughs> From the author of Lady Chatterley's Lover and Sons and Lovers, D.H. Lawrence, does not come the steamiest plant event in Oklahoma, <laughs> Sand Springs Herbal Affair and Festival. While Mr. Lawrence excelled at writing scenes of human intimacy, there's no proof he was equally skilled at writing about more than a hundred vendors selling medicinal culinary or decorative herbs. Also, he died in 1930, and it was therefore not available for this write-up. But guess who didn't die in 1930 and is at least partially available for this write-up? Me! And me can't wait to show up D.H. Lawrence by telling you that it's not just herbs, but also a variety of plants and gardening supplies on sale. And while this podvent is not explicitly about losing one's humanity and the rise of industrialization, it is very clear that there will be food trucks and Oklahoma wine and live music and magic demonstrations and cloggers and stuff for kids to do at Triangle Park in Sand Springs. For more on this free-to-attend event, visit www.sandspringsok.org slash herbal affair. Wow. <laughs> you should do radio commercials. I should. Yeah. For uh, But only about D.H. Lawrence. Only about D.H. Lawrence, though. <laughs> uh, and the sound of me closing the D.H. Lawrence Wikipedia tab on my laptop means that the Oklahoma Today podcast is coming to a close. Join us again next week, or if you just can't get enough, head to oklahomatoday.com and be sure to pick up our latest issue on newsstands right now. Send feedback to OKTPod at travelok.com, and we'll talk to you again next week. The Oklahoma Today podcast is a production of Oklahoma Today magazine and the Oklahoma Tourism and Recreation Department. Your hosts are Oklahoma Today editors Nathan Gunner, Greg Elwell, Carly Barra, Megan Rossman, and Ben Lucian. Theme song editing and production helped by Oklahoma Today's production manager, Bridget Sloan. For more information, visit oklahomatoday.com. Goodbye. Goodbye.